Right. I know. I'm so proud of you. Well, I spent the Wolfie music practicing in my head. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. You are wonderful. I remembered the name of our podcast. This is our podcast, Bye Go Home, No One Loves You. I'm Lena. And I'm Mark. This is where we talk to you about all things Rust Belt. Not really all. No, just just weird Gross. Grotesque. Odd. Obscure. Mysterious. Paranormal, macabre. But um, today we're focusing in on a sort of we're we're trying to be a little more thematic. I think sometimes, but when we feel like yes, when we feel like it. I don't think this would be like an every time kind of thing, but it's been fun. Yeah. Um. I like it. So this one's about mommies and babies. Mine's about a daddy. Well, a daddy, a mommy, and a baby. Parenting. Babies. It's mainly about babies. Babies. Baby. Okay. Um. In case you don't know, we don't talk about what we're talking about except for a very general theme before the show because we want our reactions and commentary to be sort of real time and off the cuff. And authentic. 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 And also... Our facts are not 100% on the dot. Which is why we say allegedly a right. lot. This is supposed to be fun and entertaining. We are not here to spew, you know, rigid details I, at you. Can I interrupt for one second? Absolutely. I think you meant entertaining. Entertaining. My apologies. Entertaining, yeah, that's yes. That's how it's pronounced. You're correct. You're correct. Um, so Lena likes to talk about, uh, things all across the Rust Belt because she researches things. Because I know nothing. Well, because she has a desire to learn. And I talk about things closer to home, uh, Buffalo area specifically. Western New York. I have no desire to learn, and I'm lazy. I get to travel every week, and I get to take you with me. I'm paying for you to travel. Do you understand that? Well, it's... Metaphorically. Via a verbal story, so it's really not... I mean, you're not paying anything. Shut up. Yes, I am. You're stupid. Um, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know anybody named Brianna? I know a few. How about Brianna Valenti? Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Oh. Can I can I tell you about her? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Brianna, she's from Grand Island. I fucking hate Grand Island. Right? Suspect. I like Beaver Island for the beach because <laughs> dogs can go there. I can't. But that's about it. Otherwise, Grand Island is gross. Lena loves Beaver Island for the beach <laughs> and for the beaver. Um, 
Well, so Brianna Valent- Valente? Valenti. Valenti. Sorry. You're Italian. You Valenti. Valenti. Pasta um, rigatoni. Her occupation is mommy blogger. No. That's yeah, not a job. Exactly. That's like us saying our occupation is shit talker on a podcast. That's, oh, I understand social media and people getting jobs through it, but I don't understand how. I don't think she got paid and she wasn't very good at it. I'll tell you why, but um, she didn't update frequently, but that's what she lists her occupation as. And clearly because she's a mommy blogger, this is like a recent times story. Um, yeah, ish. Uh, It happened... A year ago, so I yeah, was, that's recent. That's I not like eighteen hundred fourteen. Then, <laughs> um, you sweet son of a bitch. What? <laughs> I sweet son of a bitch. Oh yeah, I love that. Thank you. That's got some awesome alliteration. Thank you. Okay, so this is last year. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well. Yeah. November. Of 2018. I'm so nervous. I was getting nervous. Why? Because it's always bad. It's always really bad. No, no. This story has a really happy ending. Okay. 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 That gives me hope. Thank you. Um, So this self-proclaimed mommy blogger, Mm -hmm. Brianna Valenti, uh, (laughs) was arrested because she was accused of shaking her boyfriend's two-year-old daughter until she passed out and causing serious injuries that eventually led to the little girl's death. (sighs) Okay, I lied. (laughs) How old is this woman? Uh, 26. Fuck her. First of all, that's not your fucking kid. Also, you shouldn't do that even if it was your fucking kid. Well, I'm more offended by the fact that she says she's a mommy blogger. (sighs) And then did that. I'm about to get real irate. But go on. She's giving mommy bloggers. Mommy blogger dearest. Thank you. (laughs) She's giving them all really bad raps. With the mommy blogger job title. I bet she's blogging real hard from fucking prison. Well, we'll we'll get there. Oh, my um, God. So her boyfriend's name is Cody Fuller. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, his daughter was the one that was. She murdered. She murdered. Shaken to She death. murdered. Yeah. She shook that baby, that baby got ill, and then the baby died. She murdered that baby. Well, she shook it real hard. She murdered um, that baby. But I'd like to see a blog post about that, mommy blogger. Oh, hey, is your baby crying? Shake it. Mommybloggerdearest.com backslash don't shake the fucking baby. Backslash <laughs> Brianna Valenti's account dot UK dot oh. <laughs> um, so Brianna had been looking after uh the baby that day along with her own five year old daughter. Uh, oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got a five year old of her own, 
which is what qualifies her to be a mommy blogger, of course. And uh, her boyfriend's two-year-old. And she allegedly called Cody, her boyfriend, and said his daughter had passed out and was having trouble breathing. Bitch, that's when you call fucking 911. I don't even have a baby and I know to do that. Well, that's what he said. He was like... Why are you calling me? Call 911, you dumb cunt. Um, paramedics were called and the little girl was rushed to John R. Oshai Children's Hospital with injuries resulting in her being unresponsive. And I just want to stress that although we talk about these things in a flippant manner, they're really disgusting. I'm and really upset. All disrespect is pointed towards the alleged perpetrator. I'm not mad at Cody. He didn't know any better. He trusted this woman. And I'm not mad at these babies. No, we're mad at fucking Brianna. What's her fucking cunt face? Valenti. She can eat a fucking... Bloody bag of dicks. She can eat bags of fucking arsenic. Well, anyway, um, CPS (sighs) immediately suspected that the baby was a victim of child abuse. Yeah, because they can tell. How? I, I don't, don't know. know anything about Doctors this. and nurses are smart. They can normally tell with stuff like that. Okay. Um. So on September 11th, authorities arrested Valenti and charges. She was being held at the Erie County Holding Center on $150,000 That's bail. it? Well, that's kind of a lot if you live on Grand Island. You killed a baby. Right, but the baby wasn't dead yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You physically abused a fucking baby. You were violent with a baby. But think about this. Like, you hear giant amounts of bail or whatever. Bail is supposed to be set in a way that corresponds with the person's income. Mm -hmm. She's a mommy blogger, and she lives on Grand Island. I hope she can get fucking hugs and... Loves and whatever those diapers are to pay for her bail bond. <sighs> right? Because wouldn't that be who her sponsors are? Yes. Um. So online, Brianna described herself as a stay-at-home mom from Buffalo. And she writes full-time for a blog called Weird, Wicked, and Wild, which was created by women four women and they were there to help empower and inspire women according to the page description uh brianna was the director of the parenting portion no websites let me do it i bet i could do a better job than her well i don't even have a baby her quote on there was it's a blessing to wake up every day to little feet running down the hallway yelling, good morning. My dog and does that. Even if the day does start as you waking up to her messing with her little sister in her crib, patience is a virtue. Parents. She was like, it's fine. The first one I did great with the second one. Who cares? It's like Life that commercial. doesn't get easier. We just get better at handling it. Yeah. Actual hands. Yeah. Physical hands. Um, so she's a monster, like the devil. Is that her face? Yeah. She also looks like my pug. I'm showing Lena a picture of her right now. She looks miserable. Well, I want to punch her in her, her fucking Her eyes mouth. are suspiciously close together. And it's because she doesn't have eyebrows. 
I I mean, she has eyebrows. She They're just very little. Have you ever seen what's that movie called? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Biel. Yes. You know the lady in the trailer who steals the baby? Oh God. Her, but with long hair. Yeah. No eyebrows, round face, half dead looking. I don't. She to me looks kind of like a teratoma. Which is okay. Like I know what a those, teratoma is. Well, our listeners. Oh, I'm don't. sorry. Go on. You're yeah, right. I didn't we, mean to get defensive. We are to talk like yes. people don't know. A teratoma mm-hmm. is like this mass of skin cells and teeth and hair that grows inside mm-hmm. a person when they're supposed to have been a twin, but the maybe, twin didn't make it. Exactly. It just turned so, into a ball. Yeah, she looks much. like that. Um, <sighs> very stunning woman. Um, <laughs> But this happened on September 10th, and the child actually passed away on September 22nd. <gasps> wait, was she? Oh, you're probably, never mind. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. You'll probably get into it. Okay. I mean, I, I was just going to ask about the state of the baby. Was she in a coma? Yeah. That's what I assumed. You well, I mean, coma. that fucking pug looking lady shook her. You, okay, like a two year old. She's strong. Right. And a two year old is. Is, of course, slightly bigger than a newborn, an infant, whatever. But, like, you must, like, she must have really had to shake that baby. I, I mean, she looks like she could bench press you and I both. So, I, maybe she didn't know her own strength. Regardless, she shook a baby and she's a mommy blogger. (laughs) So, it kind of, like... I mean, don't be a mommy blogger. Pro tip, don't be a mommy blogger. If you're going to shake a baby. Um, so, so the child's name was Raylan Rose Fuller. That was Cody's child mm-hmm. um, that she shook to death. Cause, she murdered. Yeah, because she's a cunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took 12 days for this baby to be in the hospital in comatose before this finally came to a head, which is horrible because the father the whole time is like thinking about his kid. Of course. Who's in critical condition. And this woman that he loved and trusted to watch the kid, the mommy blogger, Shook it. How long were they dating for? Two years. <sighs> yeah. Um, so doctors told Fuller they believed Raylan had been shaking and the toddler's injuries were so severe and they required that she be kept in the intensive care unit of the hospital. Uh, CPS contacted the sheriff's office to be like, uh, this little girl got shook. And not like shook, but shook. Um, so they arrested her the day after the the, sh- the incident, yeah, or the September eleventh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and she was booked in the Erie County Holding Center and bondless set of one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and she was facing these. Three charges of reckless assault of a child, which is a felony, uh, assault, 
conducting, causing risk of death, which is a felony, and endangering the welfare of a child, which is a misdemeanor. Uh, this was obviously while Raylan was still alive. Um, Fuller told police he wants Valenti to be charged for his daughter's death after that happened. Wow. Well, good. No, I know. That's just, that must have taken like a lot. I guess, but I mean, if I had to pick between our producer or Henry, and our producer shook Henry to death. Our produce manager? Yeah. I was told that I should call him a producer. <laughs> he is. Um, I'd be like, I'm picking Henry. No, I, to- I totally get it. Jail. I totally get it. No, I do. It's just like. Henry's a my dog, by the way. He's not a kid. I don't have kids. I don't have kids either. I have a dog as well. But, you know, that's just. We shouldn't have kids, and we know that. Yeah, so so we're not having kids. Um, But according to Brianna's Facebook page, still during all this, she enjoys writing about her experience as the mother. She writes for a blog and is listed as the head parenting blogger. And she is great at parenting and taking care of infants, right? No. 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 And on that note, really quick, we... (laughs) I need a fucking minute. Well, you're going to get it because... I need a minute. I am, like, really upset. No, wait. We got our first sponsor. (laughs) And our sponsor knew what we were talking about today okay yes so this is the first time you're hearing this and he's a great guy and he makes great material but you need to listen to this ad in its entirety because it is amazing how disparate it is with the subject content (laughs) Well, maybe it'll that'll make for a good little breather, a good little break. We can digest everything and have a little laugh ski. Okay, yeah, producer, roll that ad. Being with Infants by Montessori teacher trainer and world-renowned child specialist Beverly Kovach is finally on DVD and digital download. The long-awaited 3D disc set is essential for any new parent, grandparent, or infant caregiver wanting respectful relationships with infants in their care. Being with Infants is broken down into 20 easy-to-digest video lessons, complete with demonstrations. Everything from diapering, feeding, the proper way of picking up infants, sleep, crying, environment, play, weaning, and much more are covered. Being with Infants is available on DVD and digital download at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Order today and be sure to follow Being With Infants on Facebook for free bonus content. So. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, Being With Infants. Um, Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that you will learn that shaking a baby is not how you take care of a baby. I feel like I knew that at like 10 years old. How I don't know, but I just knew that like you don't you don't shake babies and something with like lay, like you don't lay the baby 
on its back or on its, you put it on its chest when it's first born, right? Or is it its back? I don't know. That's why I don't have a baby. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I barely raised Murray and he's a pug. So. Right. No, I get it. Um, but <laughs> in uh, Brianna Valenti's title, getting back to, uh, you know, parenting blogging, uh, she encouraged readers to reach out to her uh, because whether you just need advice or a laugh or even someone who understands what you're going through, she's there. No. What? No. no. You wouldn't listen to her? No. <laughs> um. So Brianna had a daughter of her own as well. The five-year-old. Yeah, that was Gabriella Diane. Um. Gabrielle was born in 2013. Raylan was born in 2016. So they were. That's so sad. <sighs> I know. Like. It's so sad. Well, okay. And this is going to sound disgusting, but please take it at face value and don't read into it. Mm-hmm. Shake your own fucking baby. No, I totally get what you're saying. It's like, just like, well, it's like last week. Yeah. I, it's a lot to digest. And, um. It's like fucking Gail last week with the baby. It's like she killed them instead of just killing herself with her voodoo bullshit. Like, same with this bitch. Like, if you don't, if you don't, like, why are you dating someone who has a kid if you clearly can't handle having another kid? Like, Lord only knows what she did to her own daughter. Why are you blogging about being a motherfucking mommy? When you don't even like it. You just killed a fucking baby. Shook it. That's how, I right. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, when they when they say people die of strangulation, that takes, like, on average 10 minutes to strangle someone and kill them. Like a grown-ass human. That's a good knowledge bomb. Thank you. I know that from personal experience. So, oh, um, yeah. Just got real for a second. Deep knowledge bomb. Um, but like how how and why? Like how do you sh- like how do you shake a baby? How do you sh- I worked at a daycare and I never once thought about shaking someone else's baby. Like they would annoy me, but I wouldn't like like I was 16 and I knew I was 16 and working at a daycare and I knew better. Like, you just don't fuck it. You also don't, like, that's not your, like, immediate reaction to anything. You just look at them and you're like, why would you, why would you poop on the floor? You know what I mean? Like, why did you just poop on the floor? And like, that's why I poop. I worked with kids for years and years and years and years. I worked with kids that were 10 and older. I had the opportunity to work with kids younger, but I knew that I didn't have the patience for it. And I knew that it would be like talking to aliens for me because right. you can't reason with a kid that young. Right. I, so I didn't. I worked with kids older than 10 because you can talk to them like people. Right. And you get and, them back after a certain point. They're not forever. Well, and how dare this woman Act tout like- herself as an expert. And try to help other people? Oh my god, that's like having someone who does a ton of, like, heroin tell you how to stop doing heroin, and then they shoot up next to you. I, that's a, that's a metaphor I'm gonna have to think about, because I'm not sure about it, but, um. It's right, that's all you need okay, to Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, 
thank goodness. It's like uh, a fat person telling you how to lose weight while they're eating a six pack of tacos for Mighty Taco. And a Diet Coke. Yeah. Because it's always <laughs> Diet Coke. And two empanadas, but apple because there's less sugar than the peach ones <laughs> or cherry, whatever the other flavor is. Gross. <laughs> um, luckily, being a mommy blogger was not Brianna's full-time job, though. Oh, was it um, being a piece of shit? Well, a murderer? Did she get paid to murder babies? No, she worked as a customer service associate at Topps Friendly Market. Was she a produce manager? <laughs> Stop. Our producer is getting so irritated with <laughs> you right now. Um, what did she do at Tops? Tops in Grand Island? Yeah, she was customer service. I so register. I mean, that's what you do. But Brianna was interested in this specific case of Chris and Shannon Watts because Chris had admitted to killing his wife who was pregnant at the time and their two daughters at their home in Frederick, he Colorado. Just, he just admitted like a week ago that he did kill his daughters after he killed his wife. Because it was the whole thing that he just killed his wife, but now he admitted he killed his daughters. Well, Brianna was like super into that and posting about it on her blog and her Facebook I'm gonna page. I'm going to punch her in her mouth. And she posted a link to Chris Watts' court hearing writing, he even looked like a psycho here. This is before she shook a baby to death, though. Um, those posts kind of served as ammunition for social media commenters, uh, after Valenti's own arrest. Several posters called Valenti a killer and related her to Chris Watts. And I imagine it was in as kind a way as we are. Um. Which is not kind. Right. And I'm okay with that. She's a kind. Which she makes me like think, like, if people from here listen to this and they know her and they're offended, I'm not sorry. She's a piece of shit. Yeah, I hope she... Just in advance, if you get offended by it, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord fucking split you. Goodbye. Listen, if somebody ships her in jail, I will shed no tears, but I will, uh... Thoughts and prayers? No, there are Brianna. no... There are no thoughts and prayers. No, that's a very hollow statement. Oh, Bless. Um, have a blessed day, nine. Brianna. Oh. That's even more hollow. Thank you. Do you know? What? I explained to Damon one day that Damon's our producer, my husband, um, that when you yell, have a blessed day, mm -hmm. in the right tone of voice, mm -hmm. it's the equivalent of fuck you, eat shit, die. I love it. That's why I say it. Have a, have a blessed day. He got cut off in traffic downtown by this police officer named Deidre something. I looked her up. I had her last name memorized because what she did was so fucked up. Um, Should you be saying that? Are they going to come bother you? I don't know. She already did okay. because she waited until she was on the clock. This is like six hours later. And she came... With a cop and tow Demon's car. Cool. So while he's sitting on the porch, like, I'm listening to this, and I'm, like, texting all the news stations, and I'm like, this is a travesty, and blah, 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 I hear Demon scream, and have a blessed day <gasps> oh! to the cop. And I was like, that's 
that is how you use it. He actually listens to me sometimes. Oh, that just made my heart full after this fucking awful story. <laughs> Jesus. So what happened to this bitch? Is she still in um She's in Erie jail. County? She's, she has not gone to trial or anything yet? No, she went she went to trial, she got found guilty, and then after um the baby passed, they convicted her of manslaughter, so she should be in jail for like twenty five years. That's I, bullshit that it's manslaughter. Well, here's hoping she gets a horrible, horrible That's fucking first degree murder. Right. That's not manslaughter. That shit wasn't accidental. You should you know everyone knows what happens when you shake a fucking baby. Everyone knows. That's not manslaughter. manslaughter. Especially if your profession is mommy blogger. Right. Well, and that's like Never mind. That's completely off tangent. But like, she shook a. She shook. It's like when you do something to a dog. Like a dog cannot like tell you what's the matter. Neither can a toddler. Like toddlers don't really have words besides like poop poop pee pee mama papa like ball toy yes okay no like what was like what did a baby do that deserve like babies don't deserve that no matter what like there's not like you could tell me anything you could be like the baby held me up at gunpoint and i would be like i don't care you know what that baby did what it probably said its first sentence which was what to brianna and that sentence was you look like an inbred pug you're not my mother and you never will be <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she did it. You're not my mother and you never will be. Well, fuck her. Yeah. Fuck Brianna, her go home. No one loves you. Bye, You're bitch. Shit. Go fucking blog about prison life and being your cellmate's bitch. I, yeah. I mean, no one deserves to be a cellmate's, cellmate's bitch either, but like, she's just fucking she trash. Does. She's just trash. And I honestly don't care if like anyone knows her and like is listening to this and gets mad. Like, you can fucking eat shit too. When people do, but if my, if one of someone of my family were to do something like this, oh, we would be done. We would be done. There's like no, there is no way we would be family anymore. Like, no. just because we're like, related that doesn't mean shit i would very easily blow in anyone who did anything fucked up i don't care what my relationship is with you my mom would cut me off in two seconds if i did something that fucked up my parents would love me but they would also be like i'm sorry i have to call the cops on you i they would they would be like you have to do the you have to do the right thing by turning yourself if in." if you did something like that i would actually hold it against you if I know your you parents would. supported you i know well, I would hold it against your parents. They wouldn't. So, you know, my mom and dad would not. They would be like, we still love you and we're sorry that this happened to you. But unfortunately, you have to pay the price. Yeah. Well, you know what Brianna can blog about now? What? Eating pussy in the prison <laughs> shower. <laughs> Fucking being sad about her life. She won't last long in there. Let's hope not. Well, I mean, she's not. She's not going to be somebody that like prisoners pursue as a potential love interest because her eyes are really close together she's the type of bitch who would get out of prison and then go to like care.com and sign up to be a nanny yep she's got that kind of nerve do you know i know somebody mm -hmm. that worked as a full-time daycare worker mm -hmm. but was a rapist <gasps> shut the fuck up with a child uh -uh. When she was 30. 
Stop it. Yeah, and she fled like five states away to avoid getting arrested. That's fucked up. Yeah, tell me about it. That's the thing is like like this like we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, I think. Um like people that don't like they need to like give everything to the other states like when people move, they need to like automatically ju- there just needs to be like some automated system that reports like say i moved to california Dude, it needs to be automatically yeah, like okay let's relate give the to federal california. government all of our information all at once no if you're a bad if you are someone who is a rapist and you've been tried for whatever convicted caught like or just if you've had anything filed against you to the police that should automatically follow you not in donald trump's america i'm not Fuck for him. that i am not for that because when they start rounding up all the gays and marching them into the gas chambers, they'll have my info if I move. Not into it. Well, at least, what's his name? Mangle is dead, and he won't be plucking out your eyeballs and separating them and plastering Joseph them up. Mangala, they won't put him on the wall. Oh. Fucking sick pig. Yeah, so that's the wonderful story of Grand Island resident Brianna Valenti. Grand Island is trash. Tops Friendly Market Customer Service Associate and Mommy Blogger Extraordinaire. Well, that's cute that you just talked about a mom because I'm about to talk about a fucked up dad. Oh, which sweet. I grew up not having daddy issues because I have a really wonderful dad, but I can only imagine like if someone of this nature were my dad. I Who told you you don't have daddy issues? Excuse you. Um, okay, so... Well, I mean, your dad's nice. My dad's great. You have daddy great. issues. Because my dad's nice? No, you... Be, because you refuse to see a psychiatrist that prescribes medication as opposed <laughs> to a therapist. I'll probably... I'm doing both. Uh, where would, where did I go last week? Do you remember? Uh, Ohio. Century House. Ohio. Okay, Ohio. so last week I was in Ohio. This week I traveled to Illinois. And I know that, like, all of Illinois is not part of the Rust Belt, but I don't really care. I didn't feel like looking it up, so I'm just going to use Illinois, the state as a whole, as part of the Rust Belt. Girl. What? Can we take a break for a second? Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Am I- that took a lot out of me. Okay, well we can take a break then. Let's go watch a video. You want to watch my? You want to watch a video that's funny and like you'll laugh a little bit. And it horror and well produced. Yeah, it's called the Hillbilly Horror Show. Yeah, that's you what I want to watch. Okay, well like let's take a break and watch it, and then we'll come back. Okay, I'm gonna refill my drink too. All right. Okay. Hot diggity dang, Hillbilly Horror Show's done gone global. Land and Goshen. Critics call Hillbilly Horror Show a barrel of good old American fun. It sure is. Catch the Hillbilly Horror Show on DVD and Roku or just visit www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just talk about www.w, you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. And while you're there, don't forget to get your official Pyongyang main t-shirt and official Hillbilly Horror Show koozie. Get your gear today. Okay, so I'm recharged. Okay, I'm glad. I, I feel reset. I feel ready to go. I feel like we can maybe get in some last, but maybe not. Um, it's okay. So I don't think Illinois is really known for being a place of hillbillies, but the person I'm about to talk about is pure trash, dumpster fire, like garbage pail kid 
Are they from Chicago, bitch? Girl, no. This happens in Harvey, Illinois. Oh. And it, okay, I'm saying Illinois correctly, right? There, You do not pronounce the S at the end? No, you pronounce the S. Illinois? Yeah, that's how it's No, it's <laughs> not. That sounds fucking awful. Okay, so I'm taking I can't I'm taking a, a step back. Well, because sometimes people pronounce Illinois and it's fucking dumb. Who says so, the Illinois? Assholes. Name them. Assholes. Name people you know that say that. Well, I just heard people like on the TV and stuff. So not I'm taking people us you back. Know in life? No, no, no. Not no. Angelina. Oh no, Angelina's very smart. She's okay. not saying she just says room. She says room like rum. Illinois? Really? No, it's Illinois. No, oh. Oh, you can say it both ways. But you'll sound like dumb if you pronounce right. the S. So this is Our from... Our producer just showed us how to pronounce This is from it. a New York Times article again from February 18th, 1985. Um, this, is about Dr. Oh. this is about Dr. Daniel McKay and his wife, Carol. 1985? I... Hadn't been born for another 10 years. Stacy, Madonna, beep, 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 there was you too. Isn't that 1985 by Bowling for Soup? <gasps> She's still preoccupied with, with 1985. 1985. Right? I got it. Yeah, okay. Right. So this article is from 1985. That's where I got all my information from. But really, it starts taking place in June of 1983 at the Ingrams Memorial Hospital in Harvey, Illinois. In 1980, Dr. Daniel McKay op- opened up his own vet practice. So he is a doctor. He is someone who had to go through a lot of schooling. He is, you know, smart by like, paper. Super lot of schooling. Right. Vets. Those are patients that cannot talk to you and tell you what's wrong with them. Well, and they also have to learn about all different kinds of species. As yes, to just exactly. People. So he is a smart man, right? Like, not old or anything. I think he's like 40 or something. Um, so he opened up his own vet practice in 1980. He was working seven days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day, which is what people do when they have their own business, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. His wife, Carol, became pregnant in late of 1982, and she was due June 1st of 1983. So just remember June 1st of 1983. Okay, so this is in the 80s. Should I write it down? No, it's okay. I'll remind you because I'll, I'll like bring it up again. So it's like the 1980s where people like medicine is getting better. It's not as bad as it was, you know, like 20 years ago, but it's not where it was now. So um, Carol had an ultrasound done and the test indicated excessive fluid um, in like her pregnancy, whatever that means. I don't know what that means because I've never been pregnant and I didn't feel like looking it up. Excessive fluid in... In in the, in the her sac, placental sac? I don't know. Something. She had excessive fluid, which is, I guess, not a good thing. Okay. And that the baby was in breech position, which is also not good, but it eventually corrected itself. So she was due June 1st. June 1st came. She didn't have the baby. A week later came. She didn't have the baby. On the 23rd, her doctor, Dr. Ramos, said that everything was good, even though she was overdue and had a bunch of tests done and was like, you're fine. It's okay. She's almost nine months pregnant at that point. Right. So the 27th of June, she was induced. And she's 26 days overdue. She's technically almost 10 months pregnant. Right. No, she was due on June 1st. Okay. So, you know, I don't know math. Oh, yeah. So she's almost 10 10. months. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. No, I was going off pregnancies eight months, but... No, that's fine. That's not true. So it's the 80s and people decide that praying still fixes everything. So they stopped to pray at a church, the Holy Ghost Roman Catholic Church. And... 
They did their prayers, said, Lord Jesus, please let this baby be fine. Please let everything be okay. We want to have this baby. Uh, Whoa. So they're going to get the baby induced. And they stopped at a church. These are like 38-year-old humans. Because she's literally a month overdue. Yep. And it's kind of an emergency. I, In my personal opinion, if I'm a day past overdue, fucking get it out of me. Like, I feel like that's not okay. Well, that's because you're talking about your period and <laughs> plan B. But <laughs> I I feel like if... If your baby is a month old and still in you, that's huge. Don't go to church. Like, get to the hospital. In the car. Right. Yeah. No, they straight up stopped at a church and they were like, oh, let's just. Um, hallelujah. Have a blessed day. Get this baby out of me. I shouldn't be making fun of the mom because it's not her fault. Oh, boy. So, um,. She was induced. They stopped at the church, the Holy Ghost Roman Catholic Church. And at 11.58 p.m. on June 27th, the baby was born. In the church? No, at the hospital. Oh. Okay. By Dr. Ramos. Okay. And the baby is born. And Carol asked her husband, Dan. She goes, what is it? Is it a boy or a girl? And Dan, with tears in his eyes, said, said it's, it's a- the devil. <laughs> he said it's a boy. So basically... No shade. Um, <laughs> so that's super shady. I know. So the baby was born, and it was a boy. And Carol like looked over, and the baby's leg was blue. That was all that she could see was a blue leg, which clearly meant like not oxygen deprivation. Deprivation, yes. No leg. So. Eventually, people said that, well, like, nurses and doctors said that the baby was born with cleft palate and hair lip. Um, and that was the first thing that they had told the couple. So the couple wept and prayed, as couples do, um, while everyone worked to save the baby. Well, cleft palate and a hair lip. Not that not, big of a deal. Yeah. It's just I a mean, quick surgery. You can see the scar. Who cares? But manageable. Well, I mean, even if you don't have surgery to fix it, it's whatever. I There's plenty of functional people in society. Right. That... Well, it doesn't end there. Okay, let's pray on it. So, everyone was working to save the baby. Apparently, the baby had webbed fingers. Like, more so webbed than what ours are, but, like, you know, more amphibian-like. Listen, I love that. Great swimmer. Again, not a big deal, but it also had heart and lung malfunctions and okay. missing testicles. Well. Also still manageable. However, the one nurse um, stated to Carol that the baby probably had a genetic disorder, which they couldn't obviously get testing for right away, which would eventually mean kidney malfunctions, mental retardation, and death within three months. I hate where this is going. Well, I'm sorry, do you, want to, do you want to say anything right now before I say the next sentence? No, just go. 29 minutes after the baby was born, the father, Dan, slammed the child in, into the delivery, re- delivery room floor, killing it. I didn't see that coming. Slammed the baby's... Oh. It, he slammed the baby's head into the ground. I know. I don't want to focus on that because it's fucking sad. It's I literally... I literally almost threw up. Yeah. Dan is a real piece of shit. Um, I, I mean, 
Dan makes Brianna look like Mother Teresa. Yeah, this article literally states 29 minutes later, Dr. McKay slammed the severely deformed child into onto the delivery room floor, killing it. What happened that morning in June of 1983 at the Ingram Memorial Hospital in Harvey, Illinois, was a focus of, was the focus of a murder and tri- murder trial that ended in a mistrial Thursday night. The factor that the fact that Dr. McKay had killed the child was not disputed by the defense. So basically, this guy goes to jail, and the twelve jurors cannot un- wait. Could, the doctor did that. The do- the veterinarian, Dr. McKay, the husband. Dr. Okay, Ramos. Okay, Dr. Sorry, Ramos. I, no, it's okay. That's why yeah. I tried to make the differentiation between them. So, Dr. Daniel McKay is the veterinarian, the husband of Carol. Dr. Ramos was her actual doctor throughout her pregnancy. Jesus, Lena. I know. That's why baby stuff is really fucking hard to do. That's why I was like, oh, I have these stories about kids. And you were like, do a baby. I said, okay, well, it's about to get fucking heavy. Okay. So, um,. Many of his family members and friends, they went to the trial every single day, and there was an overwhelming feeling that the law was inadequate to address a situation um, in which the OBGYNs called odd and the lawyers called unique, which I don't think it's either. I think he fucking killed his baby, and that's what it fucking comes down to. Like, if seriously, the, if the baby like basically he killed a baby, he euthanized the baby because it no, it had disorders. He didn't euthanize no, he fucking murdered baby. it. He, he murdered, murdered it. a baby. Right. And if they are religious enough to take the time to stop and pray at a motherfucking church mm-hmm. on the way to give birth to their 10 month over or their one month overdue baby, kid, mm-hmm. like obviously. They know that murder is murder. And not to even get into the abortion debate. Right. But they didn't have an abortion. No. And also, you know, they they had the ultrasound done and the doctor said that it'll be fine. But sometimes things happen and it's too late. But, like, that's when you take care of the baby or give it up for adoption and let someone else take care of it. Well, they probably wouldn't have had an abortion if... I mean, their religious beliefs were that strong. Right. But put the baby up for adoption then and let someone take care of it who doesn't care what's wrong with the baby. And they'll they'll see it as like a positive thing. And they'll just be like, well, we can't have babies or I can't have a baby or I like just want a baby. So let me take care of it because I love it. Three months. I'm I'm coming at this from like Catholic school perspective. Yeah. The nurse said this baby will live for three months. Right. I have three months to love this baby, and it is a trial that I have to get through, and I'm going to love this baby and give it the best life I can for three months. But also, this fucking guy, Dan McKay, should. He's a veterinarian, so he. But he also puts animals to sleep, I can assume. So, like, he knows what it means to, like, spare a creature of its misery, but he straight up. Took a baby and smashed a 29-minute-old baby and smashed its head on the labor room floor. Like trash. So, someone about McKay said, we definitely consider this an incident it, we definitely consider this incident a freak incident and we won't plan our policies around it. Like, I'm sorry, if you're gonna let someone get away with this shit. Wait, how? did he get away with it? Well, 
basically what is happened. Is he in jail? Um, no, he is not in jail. <gasps> so, what, according to the trial testimony and official reports, in the early minutes of the morning of June 28th, 1983, a medical team worked frantically to save the life of the newborn, the newborn that Dr. McKay asked them to stop. He said, don't do any heroic measures to Dr. Ramos, the OBGYN. And Dr. Ramos was like, my job is like, like, I have to, like, I can't not just take care of this baby. We have to take care of this and baby. And you just tried to murder it. So you right. can't really... So when the baby was stabilized, Dr. Ramos walked over to the delivery table to explain the situation to Mrs. McKay. And that's when Dr. McKay, her husband, a veteran, apparently a volunteer firefighter and a member of the Beecher Chamber of Commerce, where they were from, quietly picked up the baby from an incubator, cradled the six pound infant and thought, can I accept and love this child or would it be better off dead? He chose death by bashing the baby's head against the floor. As blood and brain tissue splattered the wall and floor, a nurse screamed Girl. and Dr. Ramos shouted, Dan, what have you done? And you know what he said? You know what Dan McKay said? I... I can only imagine it was some sort of self-justification. He said three words, I killed it. So the whole debate is whether this is murder or mercy killing. Like, was it murder, plain and simple? Or was it mercy because it's a different kind of murder? And because the child's life was, you know, like, all in horrible condition. It is not his place to decide. No. I, no. Oh, my no. God. And you know what? It's funny because everyone's out here preaching no abortion because you're killing a baby. Well, this motherfucker straight up killed a baby. So their prosecutors, Mr. Arthur and Mr. Garza, and they repeatedly remind the jurors, eight men and four women, which is fucked up because it should have been way more women than men, clearly, that Why? mercy killing is considered murdy in Illinois. Why should it be more women? It's a jury of your peers. Right, but... If they were playing it smart, they should have played it so that it was more more women as opposed to more well, men. Well, that's not how jury selection goes. Right, but they do whatever they can to swing it in their favor. So if right, they're prosecuting they him. they have an equal chance of, like, both sides. Right, so they should have tried harder to get more women on the jury than men. But apparently, mercy killing is considered murder in Illinois. So... Mr. Garza, the one prosecutor, said, you can consider this mercy killing and show sympathy, but what does that say about our community? Um, the defense was like, Dr. McKay is a hardworking family man under great stress and had Who temporarily gone cares? insane. They said, Mr. Mr. Arthur, the one prosecutor, he scoffed and said, an insanity that lasted somewhere between 10 seconds and maybe 8, 10, 20 minutes. Thank you. Right. So, oh, he just automatically, like, the baby was born, and then he was like, sorry about I don't want it? No. No. So, they tried to do, like, a plea of temporary insanity um, with um, Dan and his his wife, whatever. Um, but his, 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 Did his, she his work schedule. Did she with him? Um, Carol? Uh... I, I don't I, I would assume so. It doesn't say that she ever left. Um, but Dr. Ramos um, did find Dan in a utility room after everything. 
And he did testify and say that Dan told me he was sorry. He said not to get the wrong impression of what he'd done and that he, <laughs> that he didn't mean that, that it didn't mean he didn't love the baby, that he just cannot stand seeing the baby suffer and couldn't stand seeing his wife suffer with that baby. Fuck Dan. He also said, doctor, I know you have to call the police, call the police. So he clearly wasn't insane. He was crying about what he had done and told the doctor, Dr. Ramos, I understand you have to call the police. Um, <laughs> a psychiatrist for the prosecution declared him sane, but added he is a gentleman and made a decision that he that is morally imperative to do what he did. So he was trying to, you know, say, I did what I did. So this baby didn't have to suffer. My wife didn't have to suffer, whatever. But they do also you know what a gentleman is someone who it's opens the door, holds doors, holds and the door, says, please. And thank you. He puts his coat down on the puddle so you don't have to walk across I'm it. Fucking grossed out. Right. So um, a clerk at a convenience store in the area said, they also didn't give his name. They said, what would you do if you were, in, you were in his shoes? You can't blame him. And then he also added, I guess the court's got to do what it's got to do. But it's a shame because they let off people who kill grown men. So it's OK for him to kill a defenseless baby. But what? This, that's a Right. So basically the jury was deadlocked 10 to 2. Um, a woman was heard saying he's responsible for what he did. That's the way I'll leave it. And then her friend on the jury was like, oh, yeah, I agree. But there's some way of punishing him other than sending him to prison. Yes, he'll be punishing himself for the rest of his life. Bitch, he killed a fucking baby. Yeah, seriously. Oh, he's going to punish himself for the rest of his life. He smashed a baby's head against a floor. I doubt he has the capability of thinking about what he did and punishing himself. Hence, the court process. Right. So, after deliberating about 16 hours over two days, the jury was deadlocked 10 to do, 10, 10 to 2. 10 thought um, Dan should be found guilt, guilty and mentally ill. A verdict that, though the law is unclear, would probably mean that he would spend at least 20 years in men- mental institutions and prisons. The remaining two thought that he should be acquitted on grounds of insanity. No, fuck those two. They can fucking go home. So one of Dan's attorneys told the reporters that the law sometimes is inadequate to handle some situations. And this is the one time. Um, so basically, like, it just came to a mistrial and. Like, nothing ever really came of it. I They dropped the charges because no one could agree. And, you know, that's. I gotta take a nap. Well, I'm. I'm done. I'm done with life. They tried to like, like retry him, um, but it constituted double jeopardy. And that if a third child would held, another mistrial would most likely occur. Um, so, Christ. in the second trial, jurors had deliberated for over thirty-one hours, a four-day period, without reaching a verdict, and um, that ended in nineteen eighty-five. So this guy basically, essentially, got away with it. And, you know, cool. I, I it was basically dismissed. Like, I that's what happened. It was basically it dismissed. Like well, here's what we can do. We can say, fuck Brianna, fuck Dan McKay. And you know what? Rest in peace, Dylan McKay. 
Luke Perry, 90210, Riverdale. I'm still sad about it. I loved him. He was a gem of a human. Strokes are sad business. Um, What's the difference between a baby and a trampoline? What? You take off your shoes before you jump up and down on a trampoline. That's so upsetting. Bye. Go home. No one loves you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.